0: and here are the categories for you civil servants stamps from around the world mothers and sons beer bar trivia and finally celibacy everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it i award you no points and may god have mercy on your soul how do you know this that's what i do
1: I drink, and I know things.
0: Don't know much about history. Don't know much biology. Don't know much about a science book. Don't know much about the French art. Go, 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 it's your birthday. Okay? we going to party. It's your birthday, we do sip card in it's your birthday, and you know we don't give a. Broadcasting from the live network studios in West Atlantic City, New Jersey, it's the Quizzo Trivia Podcast with your hosts, Nick and Drew. To participate, tweet us at Quizo Podcast or send us an email at info at QuizzoPodcast.com. That's Q-U-I-Z-Z-O. Now, let's get to the show. The big five zero. Oh, all right. I was okay, just saying, like, what why is fifty thinking, what, cent?
2: What, what the hell happened there? Gotcha. Cool. Fifty cent for the big five zero.
0: Fifty ways to leave your lover. The answer is easy if you take it
1: logically. I figured since the last song was Paul like Simon, anyway. All right,
0: yeah, makes
2: sense.
1: Yeah, that's a good one too. This
0: is an underrated song. I can't hear this song. song
2: without hearing the Caitlyn Jenner version.
0: Oh. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Stern <laughs>
0: strikes. Throw it in the cans, man. Oh, Lord. <laughs> yeah, let's not do that to this poor guy. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Got to get to the chorus, otherwise, like,
0: chop leave it all off. off. <laughs> Fifty ways to leave your lover.
1: I tried to dissect the Just lyrics to this
0: one.
1: I think he's having a conversation with a girl, a and she gives ride. him advice on how to get Just out of his relationship.
0: Hop on
2: the bus. That's the girls giving him an M.I. Yeah. Much, just
1: chop off the key. Lean, lean, off lean, the key, lean, the key that's all I hear. <laughs> it's true. All right. Welcome to episode 50 of the Quizzo Trivia Podcast. I hope you all appreciate my production value that I'm trying to add to this program here, keeping it fresh, as we say. Uh, what we like to do here on the Quizzo Trivia Podcast is give you insight into QuizzoTrivia.com, the game played all over. The tri-state, New Jersey, Philadelphia, Delaware They locked area. me up
2: in a room all week going through yeah. all this stuff. But we're in
1: many turn states. It into trivia. We're in many states. And we're in Ohio. Different. We're in California. We're in Indiana. We're in Chicago. That's not a state. It's Illinois. That's okay. We're there, too. And I uh, try to give you uh, little bits of trivia goodness here. It's really so.
2: better when you ask somebody, like, what city, and they respond with the state or vice versa. Or vice versa. <laughs> you know, it's I didn't hear
1: you. Where to start? Like, okay. <laughs> sure you didn't.
2: What's the capital of Minnesota?
1: Wisconsin. <laughs> Wisconsin's the capital of Minnesota. Yeah, I've gotten some pretty, s- some pretty special responses. Oh. We asked something about, like, the New Deal uh, this week or something, right? And okay. I got stuff that you would just, your head would blow up reading it, like the Declaration of Independence. Yeah, you like, know what an people answer, really like,
2: don't know is art. Yes,
1: that's that's like, a, I did
2: a tiebreaker. And you know, I'm two of the smarter people that play on a weekly basis sure. coming up to for for the whole game, right? And the question was uh when was the Venus de Milo sculpted? Okay. <laughs> okay. When was Venus de Milo sculpted? Okay. Nobody was within a thousand
1: years. <laughs> and I was going to say, like, it's who's ever closest wins. Yeah, people are like 1492. Yeah, that, right, that but would have won. It but it's, like an Roman, it's an ancient Roman. It's an ancient Greek. Greek. Yeah. Right, so it was probably 560 BC. But
2: they related it to David. So they think, okay, David, Michelangelo, Milo, David Michelangelo, right, Michelangelo. Right, 1500. Right. They were, and it's, No, it was 560 discovered, BC? No, it was uh, 100
1: okay. BC. That makes sense. So yeah. later, later Greek. 100 era. BC, yeah.
2: It wasn't discovered till the 1800s, though, which makes it even further confusing. Sure. But what happened was uh, when they discovered it, they didn't realize. There's something about the sculpture, I think, of the abdomen,
0: mm-hmm.
2: which they thought wasn't even invented until, say, like Michelangelo in right, the 1500s. Right, right. And then in 1800, they discovered the statue And they're like, oh, from 100 B.C. And they were like, wow, they were doing this even back then. Long time ago. And that's what makes it even that much more appealing.
1: Yeah, it's it's pretty insane when you actually think about people's perception of history. You know, how little they really understand about how deep yeah, it goes. Yeah, I think maybe the
2: and... Dark Ages has something to do with that because we have this just huge gap where
1: we were going places... And then we just stopped.
2: <laughs> <laughs> we're not going, we went nowhere. We're not going anywhere. For we're going to go, you know, we're 1,200 go years or whatever
1: it was. Backwards, yeah. yeah and, the dark ages. Just a crazy right, I'm gonna light. I'm going to lighten the mood here with my first question to you, uh, Nick. I actually have two uh, food and drink-related questions. I always love those Woo-hoo! in the Trivia game. What spirit would an Italian waiter add coffee beans to before lighting on fire? Sambuca. Yeah, absolutely. That's the best part of Sambuca. It really, it's not a great <laughs> drink. It tastes like <laughs> if you black like black licorice, yeah. It's the worst. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it reminds me of Jaeger. Just a very Oh yeah, it's oh. Just absolutely disgusting. I had I had that's a bad like stuff night like you with need, if you need once. to keep warm. Like, you've, heard that, you've heard that you've heard that story, right? What, your Jaeger story? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The day after like pledging like the you know that party they throw like when you when you go into Hell Week it's like before
2: Before Hell the, Week? Or at when you're done Hell Week and you get your letters?
1: No, it's so it's like the last day of Hell Week when you get not 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 sure we had You're not necessarily initiated, but they basically like you come out of the darkness and they get you just. Okay, I don't remember having that. Right. So mine, I just
2: remember darkness.
1: Mine involved (laughs) (laughs) involved a lot of Jägermeister that night. And the next morning I had to fly to Maryland to go visit my mom and I was on a prop jet. And let's just say that there were three incidences that I'll never forget in my life about why I don't drink anymore, and that was the top of the list because it was ugly. And I was in the bathroom almost the entire flight, and people were just nervous. Yeah, so now you me. probably can't even smell it. Uh, no. Yeah. I can't even smell black licorice.
2: Right. I have a few things on. I, I would put, like, definitely I can't drink Jack Daniels anymore. Sure. You have a one bit, a beef eater. Those are my two oh, that I had. Beef eater. <laughs> I guess Southern Comfort falls into that list. I don't know. If I started making a list, maybe it would get longer than I, than that's I assumed. That's fantastic. All right,
1: throw one back at me, and I'll give you my other food question. Th- that one I think I might get you on. All right,
2: who's running against Governor Cuomo in the New York State primary?
1: Yeah, isn't it like uh, one of the members of Sex in the City? Is that the what you lawyer? think of
2: her first? I was wondering if that's your of course. first.
1: What else would I possibly think of her? In? She was in
2: Let It Ride, and I was wondering oh, if you yeah. remember that or not.
1: I do remember that. She had a different color head. Yes, I think she had like, her entire
2: head was a different color. <laughs> a different color but I do haircut remember, was way better.
1: Yeah, I do. I do very much remember that, and that is one of my all-time favorite movies. Yes, yeah, so, she was I mean, uh, in the bar. I don't. Yeah, dating I don't, one don't one think of there's the... anything better than Richard Dreyfuss' performance in Let It Ride. It might be his best ever. Uh, I also am a big fan of Moon Over Parador, which is. I was uh, wondering
2: if you didn't hear that, if I said, you know, she was in Let It Ride. Would Cynthia you have guessed... Nixon, right? Yes, yeah, Cynthia yeah, yes, Cynthia Nixon. Would you have guessed Jennifer Tilly? Before, oh. before you get Nah, because uh, I'm aware dance. of her scene.
1: She's huge into poker. She's yes. not running for. She's not running for yeah, anything. She
2: dates the uh, Unabomber. Yeah, yeah.
1: Phil yeah. Locke. A- absolutely, has for a long time. But she b- before that, I think she dated Sam Simon for a long time oh, before she? he died. Yeah, I think they were together for. That a That sounds
2: time. right. Was he into poker? Uh, yeah,
1: I think so. He used to throw like celebrity poker games at his okay. house or whatever. So you know, they they were definitely. You're not dating her unless you're into poker. Is that's, that what it is? Huh? Oh, she is. She's <laughs> into poker. She was in one of my favorite TV shows ever growing up as a kid. It only lasted one year. It was called Key West. Everything about Never that? Never heard of it. So uh I'm trying to think of who the guy was. Uh, did you ever see Short Circuit?
2: Boy, I haven't seen it in years, but you know, I know Johnny number five. Johnny
1: number five. Right. So there was a guy who is uh Indian in Short Circuit, right? Okay. He was the bell. He yeah. was played by an American. <laughs> okay. Right. They made him look Indian. And uh the guy who was the star of that, I I'm going to am going to find it here in a second. Uh but he was in this very short-lived Fox show uh and basically the the premise is this guy's from New Jersey, he's a welder and he wins the lottery, right? Okay. So he decides to quit his job and move to Key West. Like that's always been his dream. He hates Jersey, cold winters, all that stuff. So he quits his job, moves to Key West, gets down there expecting to, like, live the life, luxury, be rich, or whatever. When he gets down there, he finds out, like, he was a total degenerate, and he never paid back his student loans, and he let them all go go into default and whatever else. And the government basically – he won a million bucks, but the government took, like, $923,000 with IRS interest payments or whatever else. Oh, boy. So –
2: all on a student loan?
1: It, it was a whole convoluted yeah, thing, you, but it was like he never paid taxes. Like, he didn't pay, that. like, not just taxes since the student loan. Oh, I loan.
2: see. Okay. So there was a lot of things piled up there for him.
1: Right. And he wasn't making any money, so it didn't make a difference to the guy. Fisher Stevens is his name. I don't know if you've ever heard of the actor, but Fisher Stevens.
2: No, but I'm sure I would recognize
1: him. Yeah. So he so he started in that, and then he goes down to Key West and then finds out that, all right, well, now I got to, you know, live here and make a living or whatever else. So he. You know, he does whatever he does last the season, but in that ep- in that show, Jennifer Tilly plays a prostitute in Key West. And oh, okay. It's the hottest she's ever been in anything. So, and he falls in love with her, and it's sort of like a weird offbeat love story. Which for Fox was, you know, pushing the edge. Get a prostitute on a, you know, yeah, <laughs> on a sitcom. That's that's a step uh, over there. So.
2: Uh, did you see the first US city to ban sales on all
1: fur products? I'll give them credit
2: these fur people they've been banging their drum for what God, 25 years. If it's not years? San Francisco, <laughs> you what got are it. They I mean you got come it. San on Francisco. that's when
1: you ask me the first for any social cause it better be walk the walk
2: <laughs> talk the talk and walk the walk you got to give San Francisco credit.
1: I can't have a plastic bag.
2: Where are you at with fur products? Oh, I'm totally against it. Yeah. Totally no awesome. reason to torture no reason. animals
1: no. so we can have you're
2: but if you people. already own it, like, let's say your grandmother had a fur coat, it's so it's, dead. it's already dead, right? So we're good with that, so we can. You don't need to. We can paint hand over the old stuff, but yeah.
1: no new fur products should be created. Uh, yeah, I'm we of can of do fake fur at this point. We're good. Yeah, yeah we, we can. Back we back. can produce it. Yeah, I'm, I'm fine with that. All right, this is the one I think I'll get you on a little food trivia here. <clears throat> Massachusetts resident Ruth Wakefield is credited with inventing what famous dessert? What? Massachusetts? Massachusetts resident Ruth Wakefield is credited with inventing what world-famous dessert. Now, where I mean, do you think people will go with this? Because I threw a clue in there. Really, that's... I
2: feel like the clue is not very strong. But if it's Massachusetts, I mean, I can narrow it down to, what, Boston cream pie? That's
1: where I think people will go with it, right? To figure, okay, I've never heard of Ruth Wakefield before, but I right. know Boston cream pie. But I'm not going she's in there. From, she's from Massachusetts. It seems logical. So I assume when you get that, you know, you're going to see a lot of Boston cream pies. Not, not the answer. But it's not the answer. Nope, not at all. I could give it to you in five seconds that will give the clue away to give you know to end this conversation. Uh, in a second, but let's see if you can think well, of anything say,
2: else. Trying to get any clues from Ruth or Wakefield because that's the only other thing in there, and then you know the Massachusetts so could, want- could go so many places. Uh, I don't. think am thinking Ruth, Ruth's Chris, but I believe that's from New Orleans. It so is. I'm We've been there to Ruth's the original. Chris. Wakefield's not doing anything for me,
1: so I'm going to need more. All right. Uh, well, I, I just take a guess, and then I'll give you the backstory because it's interesting. Because once I give you the clue, it'll immediately give it away. So you should have a fair guess.
2: Dessert. World-famous dessert. I'm not thinking Fig Newtons. I know that's from Newton, Mass. Newton Massachusetts. Yeah. yeah so I'm not thinking. I also think Toll House Cookies might be from, from uh, Massachusetts. So I'll go with Toll House Cookies.
1: Toll House Cookies. Ruth Wakefield Did and her husband it? were the proprietor of the Toll House, House restaurant, restaurant, and she wow. invented chocolate chip it's, cookies. Okay, so chocolate chip cookies. Yep. yep, that's that's why Toll House is the world-famous brand for chocolate chip Got cookies. It. She was trying to come up with a different recipe for butterscotch and uh, ended up uh, creating chocolate chip cookies by accident at the Toll House, which was the first place ever to sell them. So, wow.
2: Boom. I'm thinking less than 1% of the people would, would be able to get
1: that. But I like it. I, I expect to see a whole lot of Boston cream pie, but that's why you listen to the Quizzo Trivia podcast. You get stuff like Ruth Wakefield. But how is it that she doesn't, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, Einstein, what did he invent? Edison, what did he invent? That's the chocolate chip freaking it's cookie. The, there's no better cookie, right? People are Can like. You even make an argument? I guess wouldn't Oreo you say, would not people If I asked the reverse complain? who invented the chocolate chip cookie, Mrs. Fields, people might say something like. Crazy right. like that. Like, and but, does Mrs. Fields even exist? Or I don't is that know, just but a, the point is it's Ruth Wakefield and no one knows that. Who, who she is. Yeah. <laughs> right. So time to well, time You to know why? Because she branded it Toll, Toll House. House. Right. And, if and it that's was Wakefield, everybody knows Toll House. It was House. a Wakefield chocolate chip. I wasn't yeah. even,
2: I'm not even sure. And now, if you asked me what the first chocolate chip cookie is, if I would have been able to come up with Toll House.
1: No, but it definitely was. The Toll House was a restaurant. So there you go.
2: Good work, Ruth. Thank
1: you very much. Yes, thank you, Ruth, for fattening me. It's pretty much the
2: only cookie I'll even eat. I- I'm not a big fan of the sugar cookie. Uh, I don't like.
1: Uh, snickerdoodle, get out of here! No, nah, I like it's the all chocolate about a chip, chip, cookie. chip cookie.
2: Walnuts or no walnuts?
1: No, I don't, I'm, oh, I'm I, on the not, wrong side of that one. I'm not, man. I'm not a I'm not a walnut. Chocolate
2: uh, chip cookie with walnuts? Nah, in it? nah, nah, nah. Yeah, mm. uh, uh, no, no, no.
1: I'm not. I'm not a fan. No, no, nah, I don't like That's how nuts. my grandmother made. It. I don't like nuts in my dessert. Oh, it's just yeah. I, Chocolate I, and I like nuts, nuts together I it's like nuts Yeah, I, I so, understand that But it's it, it, it's just a different taste for me I don't, I'm not feeling that Sorry Sorry
2: Alright, so You know, in today's day and age We take advantage of the fact that we have a five-day, 40-hour work week But it wasn't always like that It actually took, like, unions getting involved Because, as we know You know, without regulation on... <laughs> 78-hour <laughs> yeah, exactly. work week Exactly right? So, I uh, I don't know if people know this or not, and I have a clue that I'm going to give to the general public, but I'm not going to give it to you first. We'll see if you can get it without, and then I'll give you the clue that everybody's going to get. So in 1926, what became the first major employer in the U.S. to adopt a five-day, 40-hour work week? 1926?
1: Yeah. Now Your first major employer in the U.S.? Yes.
2: And the clue is going to narrow it down to— You want the clue? Sure. All right, what auto manufacturer? Okay, so Ford. Yes. Yeah, yeah.
1: Okay, there you go. That That's where my head was, but I I was going to go U.S. Steel. I, okay. I figured whatever was like the big, big, big industry of the time would have been the first to have to do it. Um, and they work in shifts anyway, so it's just a matter of more Seems like, by
2: all accounts, Henry Ford was a pretty decent uh, human being.
1: I, you know... You, I actually went to the Henry Ford Museum. Whenever you say that... Like some somebody will get crazy online, and be like what's yeah, was. It's like all right, yeah, but everybody's great grandparent was back then, you know. So I don't even know. Like, I'm just saying. By all accounts, you see, if anybody knows anything bad about Henry Ford, keep it to yourself. <laughs> so like, that's all. We I mean, that say.
2: was a hu- that's a huge break for the people, though. I mean, oh my god, god. five day, forty hour work week. That's yeah, still miserable. Working <laughs> right, right,
1: still miserable.
2: Right, we, eighty we get, hours. We can't get the millennials Imagine a six day, eighty hour work week. <laughs> right, <laughs>
1: six day, eighty <laughs> hour work week was the. <laughs> Like before, it's like, oh, you got to do what on your time yeah, off? Yeah, like
2: since the beginning of time, like God had to step in and say, like, give these people a day off. Yeah, or right. else that's your
1: employer. That's your slaves. Literally, right. yeah, that, that's literally. why the the Sabbath exists in right. the Jewish religion. Right. It was because like give they were people, slaves. Give people a day off, right? right. <laughs> they, they were <laughs> slaves. It's pr- pretty pretty straightforward. They were slaves. That's how it worked. Um, all right, let's uh, you ready to move on to sports. I think we got a uh, pretty okay. healthy. Number of I got uh, so
2: much sports. It's, yeah, me too. It's absolutely just
1: absolutely piled on. Oh, just too much, too much to even go through. And Especially since we're in that that beautiful time of year. Oh, is this the best? Or what? <laughs> best, like <laughs> right on the eve of the Final Four, sniffing the start of uh, baseball season, coming to the end of the misery that whenever is whenever you hockey hear that. How's basketball. your bracket
2: doing? You just know there's mm, so much good. Not stuff Not to
1: mention Atlantic City FC is like <laughs> 45 days from kickoff. I mean, come on. Uh, By the way, major potential announcement uh, for a friendly on April 28th against a potentially world-famous soccer team. So we're not going to announce that that yet, but we're going to talk about it here. Uh, You know, our first game officially is supposed to be against the Nebraska Bug Eaters May 5th, but we've been offered a friendly earlier. And I don't know if it's something that we could turn down. So it's, uh, you know, we we'll, we just got to figure out where we're going to play it. <laughs> so, all right. Uh, I'll start you off with this one. Okay. 90-plus-year-old nun Sister Jean is a longtime supporter of what university? <laughs> Sister Jean. Gotta love Sister Jean. The thing Jean. I like
2: about Sister Jean is that she had them losing in the Sweet 16. <laughs> <laughs> well. I mean, she's not going to go 90-something Just years old, you're not going to go the whole way with her? Just home? go the whole way. Go no on. on. no one will blame
1: it. you. People took UMBC the whole way. The guy yeah. the guy who was like the rep in their area was like, see, here's my bracket, UMBC, whole way. And, I mean,
2: that side of the bracket is so screwed that, I mean, she, she had a chance. But uh, you're talking about Loyola. Loyola Chicago, of Chicago, absolutely.
1: Sister Jean. 90-something-year-old nun. And the best is she's now a meme legend. If you go look on the Internet, there are Sister Jean memes everywhere. Like you could, but I showed you what the guru who loves his memes—he creates those himself, by the way. Just okay, lest you think somebody <laughs> outside is producing right. those. So now, like people can do that with Sister Gene memes. So basically, every good meme you've ever seen out there, or every GIF—I'm sorry, GIFs, not memes—I I confused my internet lingo. Is so, there a difference? Yeah, the meme is like a static thing that says something on top and something on the bottom, and supposed to be like you know just funny in right. itself. A GIF is like you know a little animation, and oh, uh, so
2: memes don't animate. No. It's just a picture static with words gotcha. top and bottom. Yep. Huh, so now you I'm know sure the difference. I knew
1: that. Yeah, there's there's free trivia for you. The difference between a gif and a meme.
2: I got so much Go for um, it. Um What player won back to back Super Bowls these past two years? What player won back to back Super Bowls these LeGarrette past two? Blanc. Yeah. Mike Blunt, yep. imagine that guy's got two rings. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I thought he was done
1: five years ago. Uh, he's got a $4.5 million contract for this season, too, for the Detroit Lions. So could he Could he get a 3 He won his last ring. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you would think. <laughs> you would think. Um, all right, this is an interesting one, I think. Uh, I- I'm curious to see how many people come up with it. Um, which conference had the most teams to make the NCAA Men's Sweet 16? The tie. Between? Four and four. Four and four? Between? The ACC? Yes. And Big 12. Big
2: 12, you got it. It's funny, I just had an argument with somebody like about an hour and a half ago about how they're saying Villanova's the lock of the night. And I was like, no, sir, they are not. The Big 12 is better than people think. And West Virginia is the best team that Villanova's played all
1: year. Don't give me that Xavier crap. Uh, they could be a one seed <laughs> all day Xavier, long.
2: Sorry, Xavier, Xavier would not beat West Virginia on a neutral. So no, I think it's going to the be. A be a they good
1: game. got one of the most underrated coaches in the game right now. Like I think if you look at uh, Huggins, yeah, I, I think Huggins has he
2: ever been to a Final Four?
1: Sure, with Cincinnati. Okay, he might have won it. No, he didn't win it. He didn't win it. No, because Cincinnati didn't win it. No, but they've definitely been to a Final Four. I, okay, I, I, I'm almost. Oh, speaking of, this is a great. Back. It's actually a great uh, thing. Didn't he Who's make the a Final Four with West Virginia? I don't
2: remember West Virginia being in the Final Four. Maybe
1: Sweet 16. He's he's had some teams.
2: All right, perfect segue, though. Who was the last uh, American-born college senior drafted number one overall in the NBA? The last American-born college senior to be drafted number one. (sighs) So sometimes, I mean, you remember Peyton Manning stuck around for a senior year. never happens. Never happens in in, in basketball. Who was the last... So if it's a
1: perfect segue
2: Oh, it couldn't be better.
1: Then I then you were somebody you were just talking about and somebody we were just talking Not about. Not somebody but a team that we were just talking about. Right, right, right. So West Virginia? Nope. Or Cincinnati? Yes. Kenyon Martin? Yes. Wow. Kenyon Martin is the last senior that's
2: to be drafted crazy. number one.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, he's, he was a hell of a player. I think people got any shot at that. None. That is tough. None. That yeah, is, that is, that is tough. brutal. I'd give 30 points if he could come up with that. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's ridiculous. I got a
2: great stat here, and I'm trying to figure out how to turn it into a question, so maybe talking it out can help. Um, so the South region in this year's NCAA tournament is right. the first ever without what? The South region in this year's tournament was the first ever without
1: what, and this refers to its Sweet Sixteen, a number one, two, three, or four seed. Yes, yeah, because I first think five, time ever, Kentucky five, was the yeah, five. five, right? So that make, that makes sense. Gosh, it's so, so funny. crazy
2: when that draw came, and Kentucky was complaining about how tough. <laughs> their, their their bracket was because I mean they had oh.
1: Arizona in the round of 32. Did you see those who guys that played last Virginia. night. Man? First of all, I'm all team purple. So like, I go for any team that's wearing purple. So K-State, those are my guys. They got four guys with a wingspan over 7 feet on K-State. Did you see the Florida State center? Uh I watched the K-State game. I'm saying the Florida State game. Florida yeah, I, State did, I I watched the very end of it. Florida but... State has like a I mean, 7 they were crushing like four them, and a half center. Even... Okay. Who is gigantic. He looks like Minute Bull out on the court. All right. This is another good segue. I've been asking a lot about this uh, team in particular. We had a question last week. But sometimes <clears throat> one thing I think you'll find with us writing trivia, we like to ask questions and then the following week ask a follow-up question. Like, you right. should have done your homework Exactly. To learn about that. Subject matter, especially when it's particularly interesting.
2: Yeah, like some people be like, "What are you obsessed with?" Uh, you know, family ties because we'll have two family ties. questions. Right, right. Well, it's like, no, I just uncovered some family ties trivia. I so spread it I out gotta, a little. I got to come up with fifty these a week, right? So. So that's, that's exactly, right. So that fell back on my radar. Yeah, what are you obsessed second. with, family ties? was like, no, trust me, I'm not obsessed. That was not a good season with Leonardo
1: DiCaprio. It was not a good show. All right, but this is an interesting one. Before losing to Duke in 1991, how many games had UNLV lost during the season?
2: Zero. Zero.
1: Uh, That I remember for sure. Absolutely.
2: And they were coming off beating Duke. By whatever. 30. Right, by 30. In the championship. 103, the most anybody's ever scored in a championship game, by the way. Ridiculous. 103-73. wouldn't
1: you have to say that's the biggest upset in college basketball history? I I can't see how anybody could say that that's not. Yeah, you have a team that is just, I mean, the most dominant college well, basketball team I mean, team you know, ever. I've been
2: a Duke fan ever since that 90 team. Sure. You know, like, 89, '90s when I started rooting for them. So you're asking the wrong person. I mean, that was like a pots and pans banging win, like, after that right. happened. I mean, I remember exactly where I was. Sure. But it I wasn't just, for the I, title either. I don't know no, no, if people no, it was know in, that. No, no, no. It was in the Final Four, though. Yeah, they had to go beat Kansas two days yep. later, which yep. they did. Yes, but, they uh, did.
1: Uh, but, no, I mean, yeah, that's that incredible. that was— and it took till Wichita State I mean, went undefeated. What was the line? Oh, I don't know, but it was probably ridiculous. Probably, what, 18 and a half, I would imagine, something like that? I don't know. I, I don't
2: remember. I, I, mean, I wasn't betting back then. so I don't
1: know. <laughs> it wasn't betting. I had my bracket. 13 years old. But uh, I think Wichita State, a couple years ago, went the whole season undefeated. And they were the first team since. Duke right, so they were forced
2: game. to be a one seed. Right. And then didn't they stick Kentucky? Yeah. As the eight, and Kentucky went just to the championship that year. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. like, oh, well. They made quick work of Wichita State. Yeah, shockers. Undefeated. The shockers. Yeah. Have
1: some Kentucky in round two. You know what the shocker is? No, I don't. You don't want to know. <laughs> uh, just, but that's your team nickname. It's like there's there's a certain team that names themselves after natural disasters that strike only that area. Yeah, the so San you, Francisco earthquakes. Or San Jose earthquakes. Oh, the San but Jose you have earthquakes. like the Carolina Hurricanes. It's like, oh, fantastic. Uh, the Carolina beaches were just destroyed by a hurricane. I think we have a local team that likes to do that, too.
2: What about, like, Florida gators? Like an animal that could wreak havoc
1: on your... Eat your baby. They seem to love the gators, though. Gator the Australian dingoes. Um, all right. Uh, I got one for you here. Go for it.
2: A bonus, two for 10, all three for 20. Mm-hmm. Three of the top eight scorers in NBA history have hit two or less career three-pointers. Three of the top eight scorers in NBA history have hit two or less career three-pointers.
1: Okay. So you want me to name who the three are?
2: I'm sorry. Less than two. Okay. Less than two. So okay. I'll tell you right now. Somebody's got zero. one's got one, and the other's got one. Okay. So it's two for 10, all three for 20 if you can name them.
1: Okay. I'm going to go with Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. He hit
2: one. In yeah. his career. <laughs> I, I can't even picture him taking one. And he's the number one all the time. Yeah, I mean, he right. probably
1: was like at the end of the game and he just threw one up or something. Right, right. just yeah. end of a half, yeah. you know, half court yeah. chuck or something like that. So that'd be the first so guy. So he's your number one. one scorer. And the second guy the that career. comes to my mind who played a million years, that I literally never saw him take a shot a foot away from the basket, is more than four feet away from the basket, is Carl Malone. Okay, it's not Carl Malone. Oh.
2: Carl Malone could shoot a little bit, especially at the end of his career with the Lakers. You're thinking of him, you know, under the under Post the rip. Malone. I'm thinking yeah. of Post Malone. Yeah, he well, he was with the Lakers there at the end. They 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 sent him out on the side. All right, so now this is big. You need one of these two guys for your ten points here. I'm going to go with
1: um, Wilt Chamberlain.
2: Never hit one. They didn't have the three pointer. Right. So that you,
1: was I was my pocket guess. I was going to keep that in the in the canister and hope that I could land the other yeah, two. So. Who was the last guy? Bill. Bill Shaq. Russell?
0: Shaq, one yeah. career three pointer. Yeah.
1: There you go. I just wasn't sure where he stood on the, on the top um, eight all time, yeah, yeah, yeah list. So, but that that makes sense to me. <laughs> Seeing how he shot free throws, <laughs>
2: Can you imagine he made a three
0: pointer. Right.
1: This will be my last one. Transition out of here. I Actually, had a good. Uh, I'm gonna save that one for next week. But um, <clears throat> all right, here we go. All right, I got one more in sports Ahem. for you before do okay. uh, you finish this. What we'll Tampa Bay up. Buccaneer blew off three fingers in a fireworks accident while he was a member of the New York Giants. Uh, Jean Pierre Paul. John. Paul. Jason Paul. Pierre Paul. Jason Pierre Paul. Yeah, yes, Jean. Jean <laughs> Jacques. Jean Pierre.
2: Jean Jacques Pierre. Jason Pierre Paul. Paul, Yes. Good for him, though. I mean, he came back and as a
1: dominant player, even after blowing his hand off. He hasn't really been that dominant. <clears throat> I heard Steve Spagnuolo what? talking about him today, saying he he really, really has never gotten back to. Uh, where he? Oh, okay, where he see, I thought was. that they paid
2: him a bunch of money. They did because that but was That's the big, why they traded him. The he didn't perform. He was a free agent, and he was. What's well, funny is he went to he went
1: to South uh, Florida, right? And he, and he did it. In, he blew his fingers off in Tampa. Okay. So I figured, you know, it's, so it's, it's good a, that he
2: got back there. True, true <laughs> but The Bucks only had to give up what a third.
1: Yeah, third and a f- well, they swapped uh, fourth. R- so real quick, just because we're
2: talking about this. So I know you're a Jet fan. The Jets gave up three number twos essentially to move up three spots. Is that right? To select a quarterback, we hope. You would would think. Okay. (laughs) Now, somebody just brought this up.
1: Okay. You you saw I signed Terrell Pryor today, so maybe there's our QB of the future. We could have Teddy two gloves uh, to Terrell Pryor. And, by the way, we now have the three best offensive threats on the 2016 Cleveland Browns. Isaiah <laughs> yeah, Crowell, Terrell yeah. Pryor, That's and Josh McCown. That's the way who, to go. Who, by the way, went 1-15 that year. <laughs> right, right. But it's in crazy. McCown's defense, he was out after like five games, and then it was like Cody Kessler running the show for the most part. But
2: All right, so anyway, just to sum this up real quick. The Jets move up three spots. Yep. All right, to select a quarterback. Theoretically. So with the third pick in the draft, or you could say the sixth pick in the draft— and three number twos for a quarterback, right?
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Do you know that the Patriots got a number two for Jimmy Garoppolo?
1: Yeah, but the Patriots I mean, would never have that. traded. So here's the thing. Here's no, no, the no, thing just saying. The that.
2: value that the Niners got was The unreal. Niners got Jimmy Garoppolo could be a, for a
1: second rounder. And he could be a generational quarterback. He's already top seven. Right. I would take him right now. Top seven. I watched him play those Today. five games, and he was at every seven and He looked like Troy Aikman to me. Yeah, they're no, not Troy Aikman. He looked like Tony Romo. That's 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 who we like. Well, just, they went to
2: the same college, right?
1: Yeah, but he really did. He he like he had that kind of. Th- that's funny. I didn't even. Oh put yeah. That together. You realize
2: Eastern Illinois? Yeah. Has two quarterbacks better than any Ohio State Buckeye quarterback in history?
1: Because <laughs> they're all receivers. Every Ohio State Buckeye QB. But that's what I'm saying. Like, Charlie Weiss. But in the history of the
2: Buckeyes, you can't name one quarterback that was better than Garoppolo or Rome No,
1: that's funny. <laughs> uh, Charlie Weiss was uh, on, on the radio, and he said, uh, yeah, Terrell Pryor doesn't like me very much because uh, when he was a high school recruit, I told him, uh, I, I think here's what's going to happen to you. You're going to be a great college quarterback, and then you're going to move to wide receiver in the NFL. So I'd like to recruit you at Notre Dame as a wide receiver right now and start working on that. He said, man, you're crazy. I'm going to be the best quarterback of all time. He's like. Well, guess what, Terrell? <laughs> <laughs> you have I one know good what season as a receiver.
2: About. All yeah. right, so here's a, here's one more question for you before we gotta move sure. on. Sure. This is a Hall of Fame quarterback, okay? In his career, he threw for three hundred yards seven times. Okay? <laughs> okay. Hall of Fame quarterback, seven career three hundred yard games. Did it twice in the Super Bowl. Wow. So talk about coming up big in the biggest spots of your career. Seven times through for 300 yards in his career. Did it twice in the Super Bowl.
1: Okay, so there's only a handful of quarterbacks that have ever been to to Super Bowls. So you can start. Right. You can eliminate people left and right here. Did he win one of them? Oh, yeah. Okay. So uh, Jim Kelly's out. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry Just wanted to get that little uh, Dig in there Uh, Tarkenton Out Out The Ophers are out I feel like Young Had a lot of uh, 300 yard games He was was a 300 yard monster You know Namath only went to the one Super Bowl
2: Did Young play in more than one Super Bowl?
1: No Yeah I was going to say He had the one win and that was it That was it I mean, he's been he he was at. A oh, bunch he's backing of up. Backup, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. He certainly didn't throw for three hundred yards twice in the Super Bowl. I'm wondering if you're missing this guy because you just can't imagine he only had seven career three hundred yard games. I
1: think that must be what because there's no way this. guysman?
2: Guy nope. No. Terry Bradshaw.
1: Oh yeah. Okay. I I was in that, but I actually didn't think he even. I, I didn't. It, they were such a run-oriented team that he was a good guess, but I didn't think he even threw for three hundred because I remember always four be, Super Bowls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He threw for three hundred right, twice. That's a great the... answer. Yeah, yeah. Good job, Terry Bratch, I love him. Yeah, yeah. That's, uh,
2: All right, I feel like uh, I'm successful with that. no nah,
1: that was that was a very very <laughs> good one. Now nah, you got me, you got me hard. All right, let's move to uh, geography history. Um, what country's name is derived from the Spanish word for silver? Argentina. Hey, all over that. Very nice.
2: Yeah, because it's silver on the periodic table is AG. AG, that's right. So that's, that's your what clue. led me to that easily. All right, uh, let's see. Oh, what is the world's largest importer of steel? Speaking of uh, The steel. United States of America. The United States of America. How about that?
1: Steel tariff time. <laughs> Coming on up.
2: <laughs> Topical and
1: geography history oriented. That's fantastic. Um I think Omarosa was just named new Secretary of State. I don't know. Is, is that what is that what I happened? Mean,
2: do we lose somebody every day? Somebody's getting fired every day. I mean, if everybody just keeps getting fired, you're fired, you're fired. You're fired.
1: You're fired. You're fired. Does he you're know fired. that
2: it's not the show anymore? I don't know. <laughs> He's just so used to.
1: Do you think he has that moment where he like actually waits to deliver the line? Because that's what he, I mean. If you ask? No, I think he has somebody else do it. I think he finds somebody else to actually – I don't think he's but, actually out there firing But isn't people. that like – He's golfing. Did you see – he hit like 100 rounds God of golf. a lot of golf. Uh, <clears throat> I like golfing too. All right, move on. Uh, Real quick, I think this is really funny.
2: I saw – since we're talking about Trump. I saw his headline. I said, meet Trump's accusers, okay? Meet Trump's accusers. Okay. So, you, you know, so I'm like, all right, this is
1: interesting.
2: So <laughs> I click on let's it. meet
1: Trump's accusers. Yeah,
2: they're, they're accusing him of paying them to shut up, but – he didn't like he had sex with them in a consensual, in a consensual manner. There was an agreement there. But then he paid them did, a lot of money to not talk about it, it. And now they're accusing like I don't get it.
1: They're accusing him of not paying him enough.
2: I or like or like now that they can make more off the story. Oh, sure. So what's the but the
1: way they have it, like Trump's accusers right now like, he's, oh, he he's Harvey me. Weinstein or something. Right. It's yeah. like, no 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 he was a billionaire <laughs> that wanted to have sex with me for and money. I, it's and I pretty did. much what I do, <laughs> and I did, and I did, and I'd probably do it again. And I
2: don't think he paid them for
1: the sex. I think he, he paid them for the to, to stay quiet about it. Yeah, you don't Another pay co- hookers for the sex, Nick. You pay hookers <laughs> to leave. <laughs> yeah, who was that? Is that Rock? Uh, I think I, I, <laughs> I think it's Artie Lang. Oh, okay. Yeah, I think I, I think right. Artie Lang. Well, I don't know. That could have
2: been Jim Norton. That's that could been, have been a lot of guys. It's been a
1: lot of people, right? Did you see
2: who won the Russian presidential election with over 75% of the vote?
1: Oh, of course. It's uh, (laughs) Putin's competition, right? No, no. No, it was Putin? Oh, no way.
2: Who are these 25% of the people that are not voting for
1: him? You're taking your life in your hands. What number should we do to make it look reasonable?
2: Did you hear that they have like on video just these giant guys stuffing the
1: ballot boxes? Like they have it on video. It's not even like.
2: There, they're not even hiding. Is there here.
1: anybody who even thinks for a second that it's like there was anything close to a democracy I don't, in there? I don't I'm know. not sure we have it here, right? right?
2: So, well, what about if, China? Uh, they just had a guy they don't, two five year terms for
1: life. Yeah, and He's, now they just, they just Trump, is, the Trump is like, I love it. I yeah. like president for life. What
2: is the point of having term limits? If a guy who's there for 10 years can just be like, eh, let's do away with that term no limit. No more term limit. President for
1: life. President so uh, to life. So Russia and China
2: now, we have presidents for life Fantastic. in both of those
1: uh, spots. The world is headed in a great direction. I uh, just think
2: it's funny that they didn't even bother to hide it, and they just have these like six, four Russians just bringing stuff in ballots, in the box. Just no, stuffing you, the you ballot ballots.
1: You vote boxes. for Vladimir. <laughs> he, he ride horse without shirt. He's very attractive man. Here we go. Question number uh, for you. Uh, which major city of eastern Libya saw the beginning of the 2011 uprising against Momar Gaddafi, an ally of Vladimir Putin because those guys were tight. Yeah.
2: I have a weird thing with uh, with him, but uh, Gaddafi? Yeah.
1: I just like the name Momar. Muammar. It sounds like Malamore. I Malamar. like that thing he built.
2: Have you ever heard of that? The the underwater or the the largest underwater river. Have you ever heard of this thing?
1: I have no idea what you are talking about. He
2: built this like irrigation system in the desert, right? That was, it's like phenomenal. It rivals like any engineering marvel, huh. ever. And it was pretty much like brought water to the yes. desert. It's really cool. But I'll anyway, have to look into it. All right, so Libyan city, uh, is it Start, Benghazi. Benghazi yes.
1: started all the hoo ha. All right. Fun stuff.
2: I was, on the, I was teetering there. Benghazi. Benghazi. Um, let's see. Oh, okay. What's greater in area? The Pacific Ocean or all the world's dry land? The Pacific Ocean.
1: Yes. It's ridiculous. That's hard to believe, isn't it? It's, it is, and it's ridiculous. And it's, one
2: it, one ocean how is... How long until
1: we it, are just all underwater? <laughs> under the I Pacific mean, Ocean. Seriously. I mean, it's just like... Uh,
2: I don't know, but I heard there's a pile of trash that's twice
1: the size of Texas in the water right now. That makes sense to me. <laughs> twice
0: but, the but, size of Texas, but every
1: every so often I see like these like speedboats going around, like skimming stuff and coming back with like a couple of bags. So I'm sure they're making a big uh, a big. Yeah, I don't know what
2: that. year it is, but I went to the Baltimore Aquarium and they're predicting there'll be more plastic in the ocean than fish. Like, any day. <laughs> it's, like, it's like pretty much we're at more plastic. Pretty than much fish. Uh,
1: more plastic than fish starting tomorrow. All right, let's move on to entertainment. Final round of the Quizzo Trivia Podcast to bring to you. I have, I know you're going to know this one, but I like this. I'm just glad I get this one out there. What former cheer star dates Larry David's wife on Curb Your Enthusiasm? Ted Danson. It's <laughs> the best. That, that whole thing.
0: And she calls him T.
2: T. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, T. I know. I was like, poor Larry. Of all the guys, that's your ex-wife so to end up with. But that's why it's so funny.
1: Ted dancing. Ted dancing, and then the. I think the greatest little side note to that is that Mary and Ted's ex on the show, even though they're still happily married, right. dates somebody that looks exactly like Larry David, but Larry is not his type. <laughs> <laughs> that cracks uh, me up. All right, go for it. Throw one my all way. All right, true
2: or false? Whoopi Goldberg's real name is Whoopi. False.
1: Yeah, it's false. <laughs> Karen. <laughs> yeah, no.
2: Sometimes I make them tough. Other times I'm just, ha- yeah, just having fun with it. Just yep. having fun with
1: it. All right, this is one of these classics. I actually, uh, I'll say this when I when I sales pitch uh, bars about why Quizzo works. I always say to them, when you get people that go out together that work together, what ends up happening is 90% of the time they talk about work. Yeah, they should talk to the boss. And that's, that's why they... What, that's right. what they're doing. But, and that's why they... If you're one, they're bosses out there. That's, right. That's what they're doing. That's what they're doing. And and what happens is eventually you don't want to sign up for that every week because you're like, I don't want to go out and uh, I have to deal with this every single week. Especially
2: men. I think women yeah. could do it every day. Yeah, they're like, they look <laughs> no forward women, to it. It's a different issue. But you guys could gossip at a different level. Men need men, to produce. Right, so something. Right. Yeah. So, so like playing w- the game when you get it gets quizzo it
1: becomes a conversation about what kind of car Night Rider drove. So, I'm going to ask right. you a question. Like it's two parts, it's going to be worth 20 points. What did the acronym K.I.T stand for on the TV show Night Rider, and what make and model car was it? All right. So, is it a uh
2: Whew, man. All right, let's get the kit out first. I know that. Night Industries 2000. Boom,
1: kit. Night Industries. Hello, Michael.
2: This is one of my favorite
1: shows. Uh, the first time we saw Hasselhoff. Oh, I loved it. Are you kidding me? That guy was the man back in And then he followed that up with Baywatch. I was like, what can you do next? Then he you followed, can have then a cruise Then, he, then he, he, fa- he sings on a cruise. Then he followed that up with that <laughs> cheeseburger video. And I was like, now that is the <laughs> ultimate and, and, capper. And how good did that cheeseburger look? <laughs> The, the greatest is that it's his, like, 13-year-old daughter filming that.
2: I got to tell you, I've had some rough nights. <laughs> I'm not going to lie, people. I mean, I, I've I've been there. I've been back. I don't ever remember eating a cheeseburger on the floor.
1: No. Shirtless <laughs> with my kid watching me. Just stuffing my I've face. I've always rawr, been
2: able rawr,
1: to, to control be, myself. I think
2: I once ate a frozen lasagna without defrosting. <laughs> <laughs> yes. But I never ate a cheeseburger like on the floor. That was rough. Uh, let's see. So the making model, uh, yep. I can picture it, and I, I don't want to get this wrong, Whoa, whoa. Whoa, whoa. Is it a Pontiac? It is.
1: Is it a Trans Am? It is not. It's Firebird? Pioneer. Oh, Pontiac, man. Firebird. Damn. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, <laughs> there's your taste of 80s love right there. And throw one back at me, and I'll give you uh, one or two more here.
2: This month will mark what anniversary for
1: Jay Z and Beyonce?
2: How long has that couple been at it?
1: Feels like dog years at this point. Like you know, <laughs> for every year they've been together, it should count as seven because they're uh, they're writing albums back and forth at each other. Well, about remember the and...
2: fight in the oh god in
1: the elevator
2: oh. with her sister and all. like
1: yeah uh, and the whole Rihanna oh. thing it was like wow like, who can even like how do you satisfy either of their habits? Did I ever tell you, like, I was this close to having a whole day with Beyonce? I think no. you know that. So, no. uh, Syracuse University, you know I worked yes. for Concertport. Right, yeah, right, that's so, right. Now I do remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, junior year, we had uh, the, the block party scheduled, and Destiny's Child, run DMC, were the two main acts. So, my job was to be to pick up Destiny's Child from the airport, chauffeur him around all day, and then get him back to their hotel at night. So, I'm thinking, I don't even know for how long, like... You know, I got all three of these girls just to my attention. In my head, it was, like, going crazy in terms of the thought. Like, what am I going to do? How am I going to impress them? And then they canceled the date. Like, literally, I find out that morning they've canceled. They're not coming. And my whole day was driving around Reverend Run.
2: Oh. <laughs> and good thing, he he doesn't talk a lot either, that guy.
1: <laughs> and his kid. He's still talking. And And his kid. Yeah, but it went from the most, like, Excited, I think I've ever been. N- nothing against Reverend Run, but like how Reverend much good Run stuff talk? Man. How much I, good stuff could possibly happen with talk. Reverend Run and his kid in the car? No you know what stuff. I'm saying? It's not fun. No, the novelty wears off immediately. Versus Destiny's Child,
2: right in 1997. Versus, right, oh, the height of their hotness, was.
1: and I'm like, I can't wait. I mean, I spent weeks thinking about that. it's like, oh God,
2: did you get to meet a? Uh, Janine Garofalo (laughs) doing that job. Uh,
1: I did.
0: You
2: did. I did. I I (laughs) do not remember that. What if Jimmy Garofalo married Janine Garofalo and she hyphenated? Uh, Yeah, (laughs) Garofalo Garofalo. I like that. Garofalo. I don't
1: know. Mrs. Mrs. Garofalo Garofalo. Yeah, I I had like the most eclectic mix of acts and novelty performers you could imagine uh, at that job. Like, uh, here's what sticks out: Matchbox Twenty. Okay. I had a whole night with Matchbox Twenty. Jurassic Five, The Cherry Pop and Daddies, right? Um, the second to last show ever of Tribe Called Quest, okay, which was amazing. That was my favorite night of all time because, like, those guys were insanely cool. They were all getting ready to like end their careers, and we got them the second to last show they ever did together. Wow, um, and I and they were just super super cool. Uh,
2: so, how many years for Jay Z and uh, Beyonce at this point? Fourteen. My like, way off? I'm asking it because it's, like, a...
1: Oh, 10-year? Yeah, 10-year. Yeah, 10-year anniversary. Right, right, right.
2: But it... Good advice to everybody. If I'm asking it, it's, it's... not nine. Right. <laughs> it's, like, like people, eight. Yeah, people write eight and like and a half Yeah, <laughs> it's, like, a, I'm, I'm asking it because it's a enough. big one, guys. Yeah,
1: I just threw a number out there. I didn't really put much thought into that. Um, I'm surprised
2: that you thought we, 14.
1: We said, I don't know. Because we, well, I'm just trying to think of, like, how long has it been since I've yeah. heard those two names together? I mean, I had the under 10 years for sure. Yeah, there you go. All right. So we talked about dog ears. This is a good segue. What breed of dog was Lassie? Collie. Lassie is a collie. I like those questions.
2: It's a good dog, that Lassie.
1: Good dog. <laughs> a good Did you dog see dog all those, man. like, uh, Twitter to, to the UMBC retrievers?
2: I mean, I didn't see any well, of but... them. Well, team name is yeah, the, the retriever, gold Retrievers. So Are like they every... just the retrievers? They're or the just gold? the retrievers. But they're gold.
1: Yeah, yeah. So every, every uh, Twitter pun and everything was like, they're all good boys. But
2: yeah, <laughs> apparently they didn't even have that, like, trademarked. Yeah, they, well, you <laughs> know, I was going to ask this question in like sports, you could get but you think UMBC Retrievers, you could get the trademark on it. Well, up now until they can't. Just, no, gonna, they just did it right. after the win.
1: Yeah, well, here's what's funny. They had 5,000 Twitter followers before that win. They now have 105,000. Wow. So that's what it does for you.
2: Yeah, I was even thinking who would know what
1: UMBC was. I think I, we talked about it. We did. Yeah. We did talk about yeah, it. Yeah, we did. We talked yeah, about absolute, it. To, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. All right, any uh, any last ones in entertainment before we call it a day? Yeah, I got, I got one for you.
2: All right, who's just... the most successful U.K. solo artist in the United States? The most
0: successful
2: U.K. solo artist. Elton John? Yeah. yeah hey, okay. Nicely done.
1: Thank you. Uh, if it wasn't him, I would have felt bad for him because his 300-show final tour pretty much tells you all <laughs> you need to know. <laughs> What's your favorite yeah. Miley Cyrus song? You want to hear it? I mean, yeah, if you want. We have a few minutes. We have a few minutes.
2: Tell me the name of it, though, as you're you're gearing it up so I can see if this is... It's called We Can't Stop. Yes, that's what I thought. Did you hear she's getting sued? No. She's getting sued by Jamaican singer Michael May. So I'm thinking maybe you would like the Michael May song. Uh, for copyright infringement over this song, We Can't Stop. Now, what do you think is a realistic amount for such a lawsuit? A successful song. $30 million. $30 million? No way. No, it's not $30 million. What's It's $300 million. (laughs) There you go. (laughs) I don't know if the Beatles... uh, Entire catalog here's is how, worth $300 million. Here's like,
1: how those things go how down. How
2: could you sue? Like, it's what a ridiculous number.
1: Because you go for a ridiculous number, So and she then settles for, 3 for 300000 <laughs> <laughs> what, what What does he really think he's going to get?
2: $300 million! It's like,
1: Hell of a song. I can't even It's find not worth my $300 million. Money, by million by. Dollars. Oh, no.
2: <laughs> it is not worth $300 million.
1: She does the uh, the other one, "Party in the USA," that, right? That, that, that's that's. So he- here's that's what's funny even about more that. More of a hit. Oh, it is, but this is, she didn't write it though. That's the whole thing. She bought she, that one. Okay. Yeah, this is what's funny about "Party in the USA" because we were just talking about them. I like that one. All right, so somebody asks her. I think it was like on Ellen, right, about this okay. song, and goes what was the Jay-Z song you listened to in the radio when you got in the cab? Right? Oh, yeah. She goes, um, I didn't write the song, so I don't know. (laughs) You could have make one up. I mean, how many freaking songs do you know by Jay-Z? 99 Problems. Right, just name one. Don't get beat on it. Why do you have to just ruin the break the fourth wall for all these little girls that are like this and it's your line. What Jay Z song was song on? Was on. <laughs> uh, I didn't write I didn't this write song, the song, so I really I don't know. What you've never been in a car with a Jay Z song on? I
2: actually don't listen to Jay Z, so I can't answer that question.
1: She's a dirty, dirty girl, Miley. You ever see what she wears with her parents around? <laughs> I've seen. Every, I mean, I have, have seen some humility. I, I have seen everything on her. I, she. She has I've been, seen
2: her wear a wrecking ball.
1: Yeah, but that's not like
2: there's <laughs> no I'm seeing, I've am i seen her out with her parents like at a she, table she, eating she, dinner. She is
1: a dirty, dirty girl. <laughs> that's all I can say. And, and it may be in a good way. It may not be. I find it incredible that Chris Hem- Hemsworth is all or is it Liam? I don't even know which one. One of them. Oh, there's two of those guys. Yeah, <laughs> oh, there's great. Chris and Liam. One of them is Thor and the other one is just begging Miley Cyrus. Okay. I don't think it's the same guy, though. I think it's their brothers.
2: Right, right. No, you're right. I'm, I, was, I was just kidding around.
1: Oh, okay. Well, but <laughs> yeah, I do mean... know that there is two. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's, yeah, that's that's a family you have to be. All right. Anything else before we get out of here for episode fifty? We right. got through fifty of these. We wow. turn two in a few weeks. We do. We're about to. We're about to pass the cycle, folks. A whole year of not missing a week, delivering this podcast to you, which pretty amazing. All right, babe. Have a great week. Hope everybody's oh.
2: brackets work out and. uh That's it for us, right?
0: Go Cuse. Go Cuse. This has been the Quizzo Trivia Podcast. Visit us online at quizzopodcast.com for more information. It's cool, but if my friends ask where you are, I'm going to say...